Hey everyone, welcome to episode 18 of the Fail Sun Tragedy Hour podcast. I'm Kyle. And my name's Tim, coming at you from the WCUM Come Radio Network, folks. Joining, broadcasting to you live from the from my bunker. Okay. Hey, we are <laughs> uh, joined today, unfortunately, not for us, but for her, by our good friend Jada Sterling. Hi, Jada. Hi, How Jada. are you? Hi, Kyle. Hi, Tim. Thank you so much for having me on this. Thanks for coming on. Absolutely. Sounds like fun. Oh, totally. Uh, out of the uh, people who have been on the show, fun is certainly one of the ways to describe it. <laughs> that is, it is certainly a word, a word to use. Um, yeah. <laughs> I, I think Derek has called called this show uh, nightmarish. Um, so something along those lines. Yeah. But again, enemy. Enemy of the show. Pay no mind. Pay no mind. Um, Jada, how you doing today? Oh, you know, I'm just hanging out. You know, it's quarantine week uh, 8,703. Um, mm-hmm. the, the ranch is looking fine. I'm, I'm living, um, living in the middle of nowhere. So birds are chirping and I don't have coronavirus. So hey, that's, that's a win. Good. We're pushing on like month two of yeah. this, yeah. aren't we? I yeah. I've been working uh, from home since March thirteenth. I've been unemployed from home since I started college. <laughs> hey, look at that! Nice. I've been working. I've been home since St. Patrick's Day. Feels great. Feels great. Feels great, man. You know what I also feel feels great? great? I, I'm I'm feeling great here in hell. I'm just chilling in hell. No. <laughs> episode 17 Jeez. callback. Callback to episode Very 17. Good. Um, don't you love it, Kyle? I mean, no, but also sure. <laughs> Hell yeah. Um, Jada, so <coughs> what, Hold on, Jada, before we, we go on, where do you live? What what's the name of your town again? It's called Weedsport, New York. Hell like yeah. Weed and then sport. Hell as yeah. one word. Yeah. Dude, honestly. Yeah. We, Honestly, smoking weed is a sport. <laughs> we, um, uh, our friend Ashley also lives in weed sport, and uh, she she showed me that there is actually a very interesting street name in weed sport. Oh yeah. Uh, are you are you aware of this? Oh yes. 100%. You're aware of you're aware of sixty nine Cool Street. I am one hundred percent aware of it, and every time I tell someone that I live in weed sport, New York, they're like. Oh, the joke just does not get old. It just never does. Okay. That that rocks because like honestly, this is the first time of hearing of sixty nine Cool Street. And um I am going to break quarantine to come up and take a picture with it. And I'm going to call the police and turn you in for breaking quarantine. Uh joke's on you. It's not a large gathering, so Ooh. <laughs> And and I actually um just discovered a piece of paper that says I can do what I want. Jada, and that piece of paper, oh. it's called the United States Constitution, folks. Wow, it's that kind of podcast. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, everybody. We're coming to you live from my bunker in Waco, Texas. <laughs> oh we are the, right. the Branch Simpidians. All right, everybody, on the count of three, drink your flavor aid. Three, two, flavor aid time. I love flavor aid. 
I, I love Jim don't Jones. I've ever had Flavor Aid, Tim. Uh, well, I love Jim. I can name a few people who have had Flavor Aid, and it didn't turn out well for them. I've been told good. not to drink the Kool Aid. Um, well, you know where that, that you know where that comes here. from, right? Not drinking What's the Kool Aid. Not drinking the Kool Aid. Yeah, it's Jim Jim Jones. Yeah, Jones it's Jonestown. Town. Yeah. We vibe. We vibe. We do be vibing. Dude, would you guys join a death cult? Uh, I am already a registered member of the Democratic Party, so. <laughs> nice, we'll Kyle. Wait for that. Uh, nice. I get it. Jada, what about you? Hmm. I think I've seen Midsommar, uh, so no. Mm-hmm. Um, probably not. But I think I like the idea of Midsommar. Um, like just everything but the dying and killing and gore, just like living on a commune and just braiding my hair and like picking flowers and baking bread, just stuff like that. Just not having like problems mm-hmm. and just like frolicking through the grass. Like that sounds like a nice idea, but then the whole death thing is not as appealing to me. Um, so maybe like Midsommar minus the death. Wasn't a big part of upstate New York originally a, uh, like, one of those communes? Like, I know in Oneida, uh, there was a uh, a big uh, kind of sex commune back in, like, the early days. When are the early days? I can't remember. I read this in my history textbook, junior year. It was, like, a week ago. <laughs> nice. And that, and, uh, and that fucking commune was called Kyle Sherry's Basement. That's right, brother. How many of y'all like sex? <laughs> Hell yeah. That's disgusting. Yeah, yes. Uh, Kyle, it's not I, even real. Kyle, I've heard you're trying to have premarital sex and I'm calling my priest. Yeah, do it, pussy. What are you gonna gain? Uh, <laughs> Yo, I was you t- won't be you won't get into heaven by being a, a snitch. Actually God spits on you from your spot in hell. Actually, I was playing Spider Man last night and Spider Man said that his favorite one of his favorite crimes to bust was drug deals. So Folks, I'm sad to report, Spider-Man's a narc. Damn, I'm going to have to cancel Spider-Man. Hashtag Spider-Man is over party. Dude, I hate those trends on Twitter. Like, blank is over party. Honestly, I kind of get excited when I see those. I'm like, ooh, what did this person do now? Well, I don't like it because the other day I went on Twitter and I saw hashtag Noah Schnapp is over party. And I'm like, what did this... Who, who is that? That's fucking Will Byers from Stranger Things. Oh, and why is he over? I have no idea. The first dozen tweets were like, oh, looking on uh, hashtag Noah Schnapp is over. And I'm like, oh. I, and no one would say. That's why you gotta do the deep digging. Yeah, but I give. I gave up because I realized I didn't care. Hmm. Jada, All right, then. Jada. Honestly, when, when I see those, I, like, I can pretty quickly figure out what it is like as a racist remark uh in, just insensitive remark in general or liking a porn like tweet a video on 9-11 yeah like like a video service of them doing something questionable something like that like it's it's i can usually figure out pretty quickly what it is i'm jealous because i, I don't i I'm, I'm stupid i got big dummy brain 
Um, Twitter has given me brain damage, and I just give up on my investigative journalism. But like, I saw I, uh, one. I saw one where it's like Brendan Urie's over. It's like I'm tired. Let's go back to bed, folks. I used to care about the news, but the news isn't really news anymore especially when you find it on twitter it's just like well yeah now we hate this person this week okay it's very exhausting it is yo kyle you you had you had a tweet that made me laugh did i yeah but it wasn't going after anybody kirsten dunst tweeted out a fiona Fiona apple song (laughs) and you you just the reply was simply you're right kirsten yeah, yeah, Kirsten Dunst uh, last night posted a bunch of songs that she likes on Twitter. And one of them, hold on. By the way, she's lovely. I yeah, love she's her great. so much. Honestly. Melancholia is a fantastic movie. Everyone should watch it. But Wait, hold, um, hold up. One of the songs that she posted was Under the Table by Fiona Apple off her new album, which, by the way, is very good. And I simply uh, replied, that's right, Kirsten. <laughs> that I guess rocks. Tim loved that. It was. It made me laugh, just because all of it was so out of context to me, and it was great. Um, uh, do you know who I've been con- getting confused with? Phoebe Bridge. Phoebe Bridgers. Phoe- yeah, Phoebe Bridgers. Phoebe Waller Bridge. It, it's just the two who are the same person to me right now, and I know they're not. And I'm tired. Yeah. They're a similar name. It's like the same name essentially. Yeah, they don't just, look alike at all, Tim. I've never seen plus, Phoebe Bridgers. Phoebe Waller Bridge has the benefit of an extra name. Yeah, but here's the thing: sometimes I get confused. I think you're just stupid, Tim. That's also fair. She, uh, uh, Phoebe Bridger has a new album, right? No, she just dropped a new single, and uh, her new album is coming soon. Wait, then who? Oh no, Fiona Apple did the fucking get the bolt cutters. You mean the thing we just talked about? Yeah, holy shit, folks. I'm tired. Um, <laughs> Damn, Tim. Sounds like you're really fucking stupid. <laughs> yeah, sorry. I, I took. Let me take a big sip of my dumb bitch juice. Gulp, gulp, gulp. I think we also talked about Phoebe Bridgers and Phoebe Waller-Bridge like a few episodes ago, too. Did we? Because I don't remember. I think that was one of the early episodes. Probably. So Fiona Apple has a new album out, and Jada, you made an album. I did. What was that I like? Did. Um, it was incredibly stressful. Uh, we, uh, my friend, my friend Andy recorded all of it for me, um, for his uh, audio project for his audio class, and we just decided, like, let's just make like a full length album, and. At a certain point, I kind of, like, ran out of original songs. Um, and his project was due in two days. So we oh, kind of had to rush just trying to find different covers to do that worked. Mm-hmm. Um, and it every time we would go into the studio, it takes a minimum of 30 minutes to set up all the equipment. Yeah, And once you have everything set up, if uh, everything works if you're lucky enough to have everything work in working order, um, it takes like seven takes minimum for each song. So we had eight songs total, eight original songs total in the official album. And then we recorded like four, uh, three or four like covers mm-hmm. um, to add on to his project just to make the project longer. Um, 
but yeah, it was, it was definitely a process, but I've had those songs like just sitting around, uh, in my, in my notes for a long time. Uh, some of my wrote in high school, some of my wrote, uh, it was, it was just a fun process. Dude, I, I tried writing songs like a few weeks ago and then, um, I, I, I read them back and I started like playing it and I was like, ah, I fucking hate this. This sucks. It's not easy. It really isn't. I think song. Yeah, you gotta rhyme shit. <laughs> like I, I started writing a song and I was like, "This is really good." And then I'm like, "Wait, what rhymes with orange?" And I gave up. <laughs> Wait, what, what was the context of the song? Where you were like, "Fuck, what rhymes with orange?" I ate an orange. Oh shit! That was it. I ate an orange. It tasted like a door hinge. Damn, I think you ate Drake a door hinge. Dude, Drake and Josh. All right, so we talked about this uh, uh, on the rabbit hole a few months back, but Dan Schneider, not great. Perfect. Honestly, Perfect. can I tell you something? Uh, I I Facebook messaged Dan Schneider. Back whoa, in the because, um, I had been watching the the show Victorious, and. I was watching how they would just absolutely abuse the character Robbie. So I'm like, you know what? I'm going to I'm going to message the creator of this show, Dan Schneider. I'm going to tell him that's probably not a good thing to have in a kids show. So I wrote this long-winded like thing on Facebook to this guy and I sent it. Um I'm pretty sure it was on Facebook. I don't I couldn't find like his email or anything, but I found his like I'm pretty sure it was his personal Facebook. Um, <laughs> and, I yeah. him and he never answered. I don't even know if he read it. Like, I, I think this was before red receipts were a thing. That's awesome. I was awesome. probably like 13, like a little That's bit older than so 13, funny. 14, Yeah. Um, and I was like, this is wrong. You shouldn't be calling this character stupid and letting characters hit him. So, yeah. Yeah, I hate when he kept like coming out of the cafeteria to booze and hisses and like Ariana Grande would call him the vile Jew, Robbie Shapiro. Yeah. I hate that shit. I'd say. Yeah. That guy's hot as fuck now too. He like glowed up. I mean, it was 2013, you know, the before, before cancel culture. It was an incredibly fuckable cast right there. It really is. Uh, uh, hold on, beep beep. We're gonna hit the pause machine on that one, there, fellas. Um, Tim, you seem to be in the minority here. Um, no, my 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 concern is that this was a children's show, and, and these actors were children. I'm saying now, Tim. You didn't specify that. You said that. In, no, you said okay, you said quote. You said quote. That the cast of Victorious <laughs> quote was an incredibly fuckable cast. I said they are an incredibly fuckable cast. They're an incredibly fuckable cast now. Oh, well, they're not the cast of Victorious anymore. Now they're their own individual I do, I people. I do not condone pedophilia, unlike our friend Dan Schneider. Uh, I'm just saying now, they all glowed up. Very hot cast. Dude, I, I forget that Ariana Grande was on the cat show. Listen, Beck, back in the day, I had a large crush on Beck. I don't know, like, who, I don't know who Beck is. Avian Joga, I believe his name is. Yeah, I the hot one. I he was on. A, he he just got cast on a show like last year where it was like 
he was having sex with guys and girls. And I'm like, wait a minute. That dude was on Nickelodeon. He truly was. He was at Zombieland, too, as well. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, I didn't see that one, though. It was good. It was really good, actually. I think it might have been, like, close. Like, almost on par with the first one, if not a little bit better. Whoa. That's that's high pride. That's one of my favorite movies, the Zombieland picture show. Yeah. Mm. Have you have you seen the second one, Tim? Nah, not yet. I really wanted to, though. I was super excited when they announced it. It seems like an incredibly unnecessary sequel though but like, I would the first movie is, is just like a little bit of fun and it holds up but then like I don't think anyone collectively asked for a Zombieland sequel you know what I mean I think they just like because they filmed the first Zombieland before any of them really kind of blew up um, right because dude the fucking cast is stacked we got our boy yeah. Woody Harrelson Jesse Eisenberg Emma Stone our girl Abigail Breslin is there dog and then like all of them went on. Like, I remember when the trailer dropped, it was like Academy Award winner or Academy Emma Award nominee winner, Emma Stone, Academy Award nominee, Jesse Eisenberg, Academy Award nominee, Woody Harrelson, Academy Award nominee, Abigail Breslin returned for Zombie Lane 2. It's like yeah. all these motherfuckers went on to have incredible careers. And Zombie Lane was such a unique movie. It truly was. I think there needs to be more, like, horror films but also like funny horror films because i can't oh, for sure i can't deal with like dark dark yeah horror no more of this scary horror. shit we've had yeah. enough <laughs> yeah we've had a hundred years of storytelling and i'm sick of this scary shit i want dracula to like slip on a banana peel and fall heart first onto a steak <laughs> that would be something i would pay to see that'd be great that'd be right? very funny uh, an incredible, like, dark comedy horror movie was Tucker and Dale vs. Evil. That movie fucking That was very dude. good. I recommend that. I believe it's still on Netflix. It is, yeah. I only watched it for the first time a couple weeks ago, and it was so fucking good. Mm-hmm. Another another great one. Um, it's by the people who make uh, who made five-second films on YouTube. It's called... Oh, Dude, uh, dude Bro Party Massacre 3. Fucking movie is hilarious. I haven't seen that one yet. It's so good. I bought it when it came out because I was, like, so excited because the cast is fucking incredible. Like, it's the regular cast from, like, the five-second film, so it's, like, Brian Ferenzi, um, fucking Michael Rousselet, Alec Owen. I wouldn't, I wouldn't know him. Well, I'm just trying to flex my knowledge, Kyle. Um, right. But then you also have Patton Oswalt, Larry King making cameos because, like, they all did five-second films and were like, this is brilliant. Right. We want to do more. Yeah, I'm I'm Larry King. That's an awful Larry King impression. I thought right. I had a better one in me, but I don't. Whoops. Can I give it a whirl? We're gonna bin that one. I'm gonna I'm gonna um try my Larry King impression. Excuse me while I uh not clear my throat but clog it more. <laughs> <laughs> All right, gang, it's time for Larry King now. I'm Larry King. Hmm. My name's Larry. Spot on. My name is. Hold on, let me take a sip of dumb bitch juice to fully get into Larry King character. <laughs> My name's Larry King, and I've had eight wives. And they all left me. Hi, my name's Larry King, and <laughs> my wife left me. Hold on, hold on. Ready? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Hi, I'm Larry King. Damn, that's fucking spot Bravo. on. Bravo. Thank you. Thank you. Jada, can you, you try? how I changed my voice for that, right? That was awesome. Jada, can you try doing a Larry King impression? Larry King. It's a little oh, hard. Shit. Little... Yeah, how is that the most accurate one? The fuck? <laughs> you gotta add gravel. Larry King. 
my next guest. <laughs> yes. Keep, keep going. Oh, more, more, best. more. My next guest needs no introduction. This is rock. Timothy Brenna. Hey, Larry, how's it going? This is Larry's wife. He just died. Uh-oh. Um, <laughs> Uh-oh. So are you going to... Are... Hearing Tim's voice made him keel over. Fuck. Third time this week. The man's been alive since the Stone Age, and Tim finally killed him. <laughs> he finally the, killed the, him. The straw that broke this camel's back. Hmm. Damn, that's fucking yeah. crazy, dude. Larry King do be out here being kind of old. When I first yeah. got introduced, when I first like figured out who Larry King was, the only joke that anyone could come up with was that he was old. Like that's the only joke that I've ever heard at his expense. Literally, just he's a dinosaur. Yeah, well, he's looked old for like forty years. Yeah, his whole second half of life is just old. Yeah, seriously. Yeah, I mean, he had a voice for radio, and a face for a good dumpster. I don't fucking. Larry know. King is eighty-six years old. Holy shit! Good for him for wow. still working. Well, in that case, he looks fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he, dude, those suspenders fit just as good as always. Those those suspenders do be. That's a fit. I, he do he do be out here rocking it. Yeah, he got drip. Larry King, more like Drip King, am I right? Ooh. Mm. Kyle, I wish there was a way. Short King. Short King, here we go. Kyle, I wish there was a way to uh, unplug your mic remotely. Oh, wait, there is. I can just mute you. Yeah, well, don't do that. Mute him. No. (laughs) Well, on all the the FaceTime calls that I've been a part with, like, on with Jada, uh, Jada has been drunk with power and also alcohol (laughs) and, uh, uh, Muting people whenever she yeah. they say things that Jada disagrees with, or if I just feel like it, yeah, like yeah. um, I'll just be like, you know what, Tim, you're getting muted, yeah, and, and it that's hurt. why I always make the link myself so I can be the host because I can't unmute them, but I can mute them. Incredible. Now it's fantastic. Tim I... Tim puts the hoe in host. Holy shit! That's my new Twitter bio. You you just done it. You've cracked the code. Ah shit. I meant to insult him. No, fuck. <laughs> um, wait, what was the one that uh, Logan gave me? I'm, I'm sadness wrapped in a smile. Yeah. That was pretty accurate. Kind of deep if you think about it. It, it, it really do be. Let's, let's pop on our monocles and get out our fucking pipes, motherfuckers. Let's, let's, let's think on it. Jada, has anyone roasted you so deeply that you've thought about it for like a year? I, you know, I'd say that I, I could say that a couple times. Um, there were a couple roasts that like, I, I heard my friends say them and I'm like, that's probably the meanest thing I've heard. Like, like anybody has ever told me, mm-hmm. but like, usually they're not that funny. Like nobody can really roast me and make it like good. They're always just like, ah, your deepest insecurity, take that. And I'm like, well, I'll carry that with me for the rest of my life, but I didn't laugh. <laughs> Damn, you just gave me another duffel bag. Duff- fuck, you just gave me another duffel bag for all this baggage. Yeah, yeah, heavy baggage. We love it. We love it. Um, but no, nothing nothing funny that's ever stuck out. Like, we did a roast for Sean Cass uh, last year, and no one could roast me. Like, like they said mean things i guess 
but they weren't chuckles, you know? Mm-hmm. Right. They're just like, ah. Ha, I get Jada, it. Jada, you got me with a really good one that oh, yeah. I was not expecting until you said it. And it was like that meme of the guy who's like smiling and then it cuts to something and he's just like, <laughs> and it got such a big reaction. I was so proud of it. Wait, what was the joke? I can't remember. Okay. I said, um, so I, I was uh, dating someone in a troop at the time. And I said, you know, uh, I, I will admit it. I'm, you know, dating someone in a troop, but everybody kind of has to have their own little relationship. It's fine. We all kind of, you know, need to get off somehow. You know, I'm with Alex, you know, um, Chelsea is with Tim. Chelsea was dating Tim at the time. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, Kyle and the entire uh, undergraduate class. Um, <laughs> I think you specifically said freshman. Yeah, I think you said freshman. The entire, the entire freshman class, yes. Um, I did not see any freshmen. Come on. Listen. Sophomore and up, I have, I have values. Hmm. You gotta embellish jokes a little, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. It do be out here. I would yeah, say. Yeah, I was, I was laughing, and then I got to that point, I was like, oh, "No." <laughs> you My... just looked shocked, and I was like, "Yeah, that's a good joke." <laughs> everyone else was laughing, but he's like, "Oh shit." <laughs> that w- that's how you can tell it's a good roast. Yeah. Like, especially when I, I when people get like a little angry, but they can't be that angry because they know it's so good yeah that's the good joke where they like oh yeah oh i hate you for that i can't be mad at that i had a roast i had a roast um i won't say the person's name but you'll know who i'm talking about it was it was the end of my first year when i did a roast and um this guy i didn't really associate with or talk to so I just kind of threw him a nod at the end. I was like, ah, this person, eh, too easy. Thanks, everyone. And I <laughs> sat back down. And I went to go get food at the buffet table, and he immediately walked up to me. And I was like, uh-oh. Like, what's he going to say? This is at I, would, the Sean I was Cast worried Rose? that, huh? This is at the Sean Cast Rose? Yeah. And I was oh, worried yeah, that okay. he was going to be like, hey, man, you really hurt my feelings, and I have to, like, apologize. But he came up to me while I was getting like chicken or whatever the hell they served. And he was like, Hey man, I just wanted to say thank you for including me in your roast. It, f- it feels really nice to be included. And I really wanted to like put my hand on his shoulder and be like, that was more harsh than any roast I could have given you and just like walk <laughs> away. But I was like, You're like yeah, yeah I man, you. no problem. Ha Damn. ha. Oh man. Uh-huh. Really just, Makes you into a terrible person, but at the same time, that's a part of it. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, it um, genuinely. What's up, Kyle? It it hurt. Yeah, it do be out it here. Not hurting. feel good. Let me see if I can find my roast. What do you guys think about censorship? Do you think that there should be things that are off limits to tease people about, or do you think that everything is fair game in comedy? Um, uh, I think, I mean, for the way we set up our, our roasts, recall, if we asked people beforehand if there was anything that they wanted off limits, and if they specified that there was something they wanted off limits, like, we wouldn't touch that, and that's fine. That's being respectful of them as long as, uh, as long as they make it something that they're not really, uh, happy with having exposed your roasted about, which mm-hmm. I get, but, like, 
anything else beyond that is like, yeah, fine, go for it. Yeah, I'm kind of, I'm kind of on that wave too. Like, um, uh, I, uh, it, I, you, you should be allowed to make any joke you want. But just know that the crowd also is allowed to have any reaction they want. Right. Um, because if the joke, <coughs> excuse me, isn't funny, uh, don't be upset when you get a hashtag uh, about you. Tim is over party. Yeah, Tim is over party. Oh, can we throw one of those for a themed episode, Kyle? Yeah, we'll have to start doing themed episodes for... Oh, yeah. oh my God. You know what the funniest roast I heard was? What? Uh, it was my second and last year doing the roast, and our good friend Zach Hill came up. And uh, I see Tim's face. He knows where this is going. Uh, and uh, Zach went up and did his bit. And uh, Tim, as listeners may uh, may recall, has a tendency to repeat jokes. Yep. And uh, one of Zach's best jokes was... And who can forget when Tim Brenner said, I'm shitting and farting and coming in my ass. Yep. And who can forget when Tim said, I'm shitting and farting and coming in my ass. <laughs> and who can forget when Tim said, I'm shitting and farting and coming out of my ass. And he said that like nine more times. Yep. And it was so much funnier than any time like, I've said it. Yeah. So much funnier than any well, time I've said it. Every time he kept saying it was funnier than the time before and <laughs> also funnier than any time Tim ever well, said it. Well, listen, I was teeing him up for that the whole time. Oh, man, to yep. do that, you're not mad. You're actually laughing. Yeah, I, I, I was laughing. You weren't owned. No, you, I wasn't you were owned. saying, I'm not owned, I'm not owned. <laughs> this is all funny to me. I, I said out loud, parody, parody, this isn't real. Satire. Satire. Well, Very I mean, good. to be fair, though, Zach, Zach Hill is funnier than anybody I will ever meet, including myself. He's so fucking funny. We got to get him on the show. Jada, what's your favorite Zach Hill? And why is it Zach Hill? Hmm. Let's see. My favorite Zach Hill? Uh, you mean version of him or just an ism? Just, yeah, give us a Zach, Zach Hill ism. Gen gently roasting people like uh, he's he's such a gentle teaser like he won't like go for the throat but he'll like tickle the topic I guess and <laughs> you'll be like ooh that was really funny and it didn't even hurt like he's so he's, good at those yeah he's Incredible. very good at, at slipping in a joke without offending you and without like making it like a jab, like mean, but you're like, Oh, well, yeah. Or, or the gentleness of it masks how like cutting it is. Yes. Yeah. 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 It's very nuanced. It's, he was so good at at it. Yeah. He, he also, uh, since we're on the topic, he also made the best Thanksgiving Turkey I've ever had. Oh my God. So good. So good. This is a Zach Hill appreciation episode. Now that's what I'm going to call. That's what we're going to call this episode. Yeah. The Zach Hill appreciation episode. So I gotta say, (laughs) when when you lived in B four, Zach cooked in that house more than you did. Correct. Correct. Yeah, I will not argue that fact. Really did. I um, I wish I wish I came by for more dinners, and you know how often I showed up, dude. There was one night um, we made uh, stuffed shells with with Zach. Holy shit! Holy shit! That kid is an absolute wizard and uh, absolute wifey material. Wife him up. Wife him up, folks. 
Um, I would I, I would wipe Zach up. Yeah, do it. I want to go to your wedding. <laughs> me, dude, me and Zach. I want to heckle you at your wedding. Okay, no matter who I get married to, whether it be the woman of my dreams or the Zach Hill of my dreams, I am <laughs> I am fully expecting Kyle to stand up and roast me. No, Zach would do that himself. If I'm marrying Zach Hill, he would do that himself. Yeah, but I'm going to do it anyway. It's going to be a roast at your wedding. Like, we're going to yeah. stand up. It's not going to be a yeah. toast. It's going to be a roast. roast. I'm going to, I'm going to, um, when the, when you and Zach are getting married and the priest says, uh, <laughs> anyone who, who opposes this, speak now or forever hold your peace. And I'll stand up and I'll say, hold on a minute. Who remembers the time Tim said he was shitting, shitting and farting, farting and coming, coming in his, his ass? ass? And who can remember the time that Tim was shitting and <laughs> farting and coming in his ass? And who can remember the time that Tim was shitting and farting and coming in his ass and th- until I get, like, thrown out of the church? Well, I think my favorite part of this hypothetical wedding would uh, would be, I feel like, when the minister goes, and Zach Hill, do you take Tim Brenner to be your lawfully wedded husband? Zach Hill, not, no, not being able to read the room, would just go, <laughs> I mean, it's kind of gay, but I guess... <laughs> what if he said no <laughs> it's also a viable option that would be very funny and then the or wedding and then the wedding is canceled and well what do you think i'm standing here i mean yeah, I'm, I'm we made it this far dumbass priest. No. dumbass dumbass priests jada was there any specific roast that like stood out to you in all your years in the sean cassidy fan club improvisational comedy troupe that stood out to me? Yeah. Like, are you talking, like, the formal or just in general? I mean, anything. Anyone in general. I, I, have, a, I have one. Hmm. Go ahead, Tim. So uh, it was five minutes before a show, and uh, I, I, I was a little uh, bloated that day. Uh, I had just eaten dinner, and uh, the shirt I was wearing was a little tight. And Ryan Pacheco comes up to me and says, hey, Tim, when's the baby due? And I felt so oh, insecure no. that I went home and changed. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Salute to Ryan. Salute to Ryan. Oh, man. There were just so many roasts. Like, so many jabs that were just perfect. And... They were mostly against um, our president and vice president, usually. Yeah. Um, although we did have an affinity for roasting David Height. Mm-hmm. We did. David Height. I think I called him like, uh, like a mu- magician, like a street magician. Yeah. He's dressed like one. Yeah. <laughs> Most of our roasts happened during house party when we were assigning things. Like uh, we made Evan a Yankee, a Yankee fan at one point. Oh yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Um, I've been roasted a lot during shows. Um, I don't know. I I can't think of one specific one that like stood out above all the rest. JD, you had a great character that I remember. You did the uh, the 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 girl from Yeehaw Country. Yeah, that was a good she one. Was so yeah. funny. Yeah. That, Had dude, to, uh... I remember the first time you did that, man. And like, obviously, like it was a little bit more practice, so you kind of didn't pull as many punches. But 
Holy shit, man. Shit was fucking hilarious. So funny. It's funnier yeah. when you don't pull punches, too. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I feel like, yeah, that I just, I, I pull a lot of punches during the show because I'm so afraid of, like, having someone come up to me after that they're just pissed. Yeah. Because that character was so, so racist. But, like, a nuanced racist where it's not a self-aware You're making racist. fun of the racism. Yeah, it's a it's a complete parody of like southern racism. Oh, it's, it's funny and acceptable. Yeah, funny and acceptable. Everyone, everyone likes you for it. <laughs> uh, oh, that we'll, Jada, we'll she's the, so racist, but the good kind. The good <laughs> we don't have time to get into that. <laughs> the good kind of racist is uh, against Italians. At yes, Nick Nicosia, actually. Um, I, I requested $2,000 from our friend Sal the other day because uh, he's, for being Italian, um, just... I hope he gives it to you. I don't think he will, um, but I think he owes it to all of us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, We're owed well, reparations for associating with an Italian. Yes. Well, that's true also. We're, we're, con- we're conspiring with an Italian by being his friend, so. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's true. I, I, you know, I always feel like uh, uh, when uh, I'm with an Italian, they're always asking, am I the asshole? Oh, my God. Oh, me, oh, my. What a wonderful segue into our, into our first uh, pre-planned segment, gang. Yay, that was very organic and not at all clunky and awkward. <laughs> not at all. And saved us from the ledge of being unironically racist against Italians, <laughs> which we all know is a thing that exists. We all Listen, do. Listen, I don't, I don't want to be, I don't want to be prejudiced against Italians. But every time I meet someone who is very loud and obnoxious, and I say, "Hey, you're being kind of loud and obnoxious," they say, "Oh, it's because I'm Italian. That's just what my family's like." Oh, whoa. it's Ooh. like. I'll go up to an Italian and try and converse with them and be like, eh, suck on the dick and a fucking pussy. <laughs> you speak Italian? Wow, Kyle, that was, that was really awesome. Good. Kyle, that I took was one awesome. semester of Italian and I failed it. Suck on the dick and a fucking pussy. Eh, suck on the dick and a fucking pussy. Wow, you guys are fluent. It's Thank all you. in the hands. Um, So our first Am I the Asshole post comes to us from user... Uh, Nate2672. Am I the asshole for getting mad that my wife was texting another guy that she met online, saying, quote, they're just friends and that I need to trust her? So yeah, my wife and I got into a pretty big argument the other day. I saw she was texting someone I haven't seen before, and I'm not usually nosy or anything, but I just felt weird about it. I asked her who this person was, and she said she knew him from high school. That didn't just feel right. I couldn't explain it. So while running an errand, I did a little research and found him on Facebook, Turns out, he was a local guy, so naturally, I got pretty heated because she lied to me. When I got home, I asked her to come outside and tell me the truth, and she started talking to him on this app called Whisper. They play video games together, Snapchat him pictures of us and our kids, and texts him. I stayed pretty calm. I told her I'm very uncomfortable with this because it's just a random person, and she immediately gave him her phone number and everything. She told me I just have to trust her, and that if she wasn't happy with us, she'd just leave. After taking a shower and getting inside my head, I go out and ask to look at her at her phone. She hands it to me, and I went outside and scrolled all the way to the top of the messages, and I'm scrolling down, and I'm reading what I feel like is flirty because it's how she and I used to talk when we first started getting together. I'm trying to keep my calm until she tells him uh, I know, and she says, don't worry, I'm not going to try anything. Then goes on to make fun of me, and she's laughing at it. 
this point I'm furious, so I try to calm him to tell him call him to tell him he needs to stop talking to her. After some arguments outside, the baby wakes up, so I went to go calm him down, and she's yelling at me to give her the baby because he came out of her, and uh, I don't want to take him away, and I don't and I don't want to take him away. After I get the baby down, uh, I go to look uh, for her outside. She said she's leaving for New Jersey with the baby and don't know when she'll come back, if she'll ever be back, saying it's not right that I don't trust her and she just wants friends because she doesn't have anyone and I'm stopping her from having friends, that I'm being insecure, then proceeds to tell him I'm not satisfying her enough in the bedroom. Like, how am I not supposed to feel insecure about that now that I know you're talking to another guy? So a divorce got thrown around a few times. I told her I didn't want to get a divorce. She didn't actually cheat or anything. I just feel uncomfortable. After a couple hours, we made up. I told her I wasn't okay with it, but I trusted her. I don't want her texting him at all, uh, though, and she agreed. I said stupidly that Snapchat was okay because I couldn't get mad at what I can't see. Too long, don't read. Am I the asshole for getting mad at my wife for texting another guy that she found online after lying to me about how they met? Hmm. Wow, this one's saucy. A saucy, it's a saucy turn around the halfway point that I was not uh, expecting. Yeah, at, at first I thought this was just gonna be a simple ooh woo. This guy's a little puss nugget, and then it turned into an actual real life thing. Hmm. I I think we have another case of going to therapy. Yeah. The. <laughs> I love how I'm the one that always brings the ones where it's like, am I going to therapy? But Kyle brings the ones where it's like, ah, this is my boyfriend hid my beans. Yeah, that's a good one. That was a great one. Um, but, uh, I don't, dude. I, all, the whole time I was thinking of this, I was thinking of the picture that someone uh, spray painted on their garage. It said, don't email my wife. <laughs> Fuck. Damn. Having an affair right. via Yahoo chat. This guy seems a, a touch insecure. It seems for okay, D- considering what considering what she said about satisfying in the bedroom, though, it almost feels like she. Okay, this is a little bit of an assumption part. It almost makes it feel like he or she is constantly putting him down. Not constantly, well, but but like you know, haphazardly putting him down in weird scenarios. Well, was this at, this was after the argument, right? Or did he find that? Uh, oh, she, it was after the argument. Yeah, she then, told him about the bedroom shit after. After the argument. I was turned away from, like, at first I was like, okay, this is just kind of toxic, like, but also you should have trust and it should be like a, um, part of, part of trust is, you know, her trusting that he doesn't feel right and just kind of acting accordingly. Um, but also, like, obviously they had issues in their relationship that weren't resolved. So maybe she was going to this guy for, Advice. to, like, fill a, a hole or something. Yeah. No like, pun intended. Hey, um, hey, hey, yo, hey, yo. My, th- my thing on this is that it seems like the wife was very shady about it. Which, yeah. I, I, which I can get why... It, it it always leads me to this weird catch twenty two. It's like the the wife says that the guy doesn't trust trust him, or tr- the wife says that the, the the husband doesn't trust her. Then she gets more secretive. Then it leads to more trust issues, which then leads to more falling out. 
it's weird like yeah it's a weird double like catch 22 where you 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 have one then you have the other and then it just feeds itself into this endless like loop and i've seen that before too that someone kind of focuses on the wrong part of the problem yeah whether you know she said well you just don't trust me maybe you know she's just glossing over the fact that she's been you know sending information about her family and talking to this guy very frequently in sometimes a flirty way she's completely glossing over that fact that she's doing something to cause the distrust um and just going straight for well we just don't have a trusting relationship um when that might not be the case but you know if someone's doing something shady you're not gonna just pretend you don't see it right yeah because it sounded like it, it sounded like before she met or she started talking to this guy this jabroni on Whisper app. Um, By the way, Whisper very, uh, very sus. Is it very sus? sus name? No, well, it's a sus name for. Uh, now. Okay, gotcha. I'm, I'm, I don't know what it is or how it works, but it's it, it seems like it shit's right done in secret. I used to have a Whisper. Um, it's a oh wait, maybe I do know what this is. Yeah, is that the one where you always see like the pictures of like text? Yeah, with like the photo. Oh, oh, that's maybe. Right. It's basically just like for anonymous confessions, what? but like it's not really anonymous because you can definitely trace back where the posts came from. But like, it's just for people to say either embarrassing things or just things they wouldn't normally post on a personal page or whatever. And it seems like it seems pretty anonymous. So for the wife to disclose all this information, it seems like she trusts this guy more than her husband. Yeah. And it like, gets even more crazy when, like, you figure they have kids. Like, this guy could be anybody. Yeah. And right. the, the the weird part for me was when she said that, um, oh, if I, was unha- if I was unhappy, I would take the kids and just fucking jet. It doesn't sound like that before this there were any, like, big blow-up issues. And, that, and, like, this is kind of the biggest one of the marriage so far. But right. um, it's not reassuring... And doesn't build trust when your go-to reaction is just fucking dip. Especially if you're married and have a fucking kids with the guy. Yeah. I'd like to hear, like, some of these flirty conversations, though. Because sometimes it just sounds like people talking. Yeah. But, yeah, I get that. I think I think he's not an asshole for being concerned but I absolutely think he should go to therapy. They should go to couples therapy. At that point, when you're married and having these issues and you have kids involved, like that's the point where you go to therapy. If they right. were like 20, then I'd say just break up, like straight up. Just yeah. Break up. Kids are out of the house, divorce time. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm looking through the comments right now and um, the, the general consensus is everybody sucks here. Uh, you know, mixed in with some uh, not or mixed mixed in with some like not the assholes, but um, uh, the um, the the this one person has a really interesting take. It's like, uh, she's like normally like ESH stands for like, uh, everyone sucks here, but um, she finessed it into some weird way and went everyone isn't healthy, which I think Kyle plays into your uh needs to go to therapy. She goes, they don't mm-hmm. communicate well, he doesn't trust her, and she doesn't trust him. 
They have a tiny baby that they seem to care more as a bargaining chip, more than uh, as a child, and neither of them seem happy to compromise. And people are like, that's kind of right. That's, wow, that's kind of messed up, though. And it's true that they're just using the kid as, like... Yeah, because, like, they're just saying, like, oh, I'll follow the baby. And I was like, oh, the baby. It's like, yo, get that baby out of here. This is a human being. Yo, honestly, I'd fight a baby. Yes. I'd fight a baby. Yeah? Yeah, if the, if the baby was fucking trying to throw hands, I'll, I'll fight a baby. I don't give a fuck. Kyle, do you want to mosey on? So I think I think the consensus here is everybody just needs to go get some therapy. Yeah. All right. We cut. should add that as a new uh, a new sound alert. Hell yeah. Get therapy. Absolutely. Kyle, what's your uh, asshole of the day post? All right. Mine is not so much an am I the asshole post. Uh, I found it the other day. I believe it's like a relationship thing. This comes from, oh, God. This comes from the right-wing BDSM Reddit page. <laughs> this fucking rocks. Already. All right. You guys ready for this? Oh, yeah. My girlfriend has this police fantasy, but as a libertarian, it really bothers me. <laughs> I posted this to r slash libertarian, but it got removed. Thought here would be better. <laughs> ideally, ideally, there would be an r slash libertarian BDSM where we fight against government restriction on the sale and ownership of sex toys, but I digress. That sounds fucking, fucking terrible. Fucking hell. I that sounds it. awful. Li- libertarians are a different fucking sh- strain. Fucking yeah, hell. okay. I watched a video where um, someone, they were having a libertarian debate, um, and someone suggested, and he said it very gently, very kindly, you know, maybe we should require people to have a driver's license yeah, so yeah, they yeah. know how to drive before operating a vehicle. And this guy got so many boos. Yeah, that was Gary Johnson. Yeah, that, that, was, that was the king. Gary, Where? what is Aleppo Johnson? <laughs> What's next? Needing a, a toaster license to operate my own damn toaster? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that dude rocks. I love libertarians. All right, let's get back to this. My girlfriend, a sub, wants me to handcuff her and enact this fantasy of giving her a strip search, moving on to a cavity search, in which I become suspicious and conduct a, quote, further investigation using my penis, unquote, her words. <laughs> While I am very much attracted to her, my libertarian ideals mean that I d- just don't think I can consent to this scene. The idea of my very own girlfriend giving into and being taken advantage by a piggy law enforcement officer <laughs> just makes me totally soft. Plus, with the symbolism of getting fucked by a cop rattling around in my head, I don't think I'll be able to focus on coming. <laughs> I want to make her happy, but this has been a long-time fantasy of hers, but I just can't get over the idea of my girlfriend being a bootlicker, let alone take advantage and blow my load thanks to the oppressive power structures that benefit government thugs. <laughs> Fuck you, That's Kyle. The most beautiful uh, thing I've ever heard. Let me just say that this man is absolutely right about cops. Fuck twelve. All my homies hate twelve. Uh, but <laughs> I give him the disadvantage on account of being a libertarian. <laughs> dude, this dude fucking simps libertarian ideology harder than he does his own girlfriend. That fucking that sucks. That's commitment. That's commitment. Imagine. He's imagine. Imagine having sex and not being horny enough to block out everything. Other than having sex with your girlfriend. Oh, man. Like, 
you're going to town and you're like, oh, thinking about the police state. <laughs> what does this imply about my morals? What does he, this imply he, about my ideologies? He closes his eyes to, to get hard and imagine something that gets him horny again. And he's just George Orwell with huge tits. And he's like, no, <laughs> no, I can't do that. Oh, shit. Fucking, he's he's about to fucking about to bust, and then he just thinks of uh the uh Bloomberg stop and frisk policies, and then he just edges. He's like the soda tax. Uh. <laughs> have you guys seen Brooklyn? Or no, not Brooklyn. Um, have you seen Broad City? No. no <sighs> There's this one episode where Alana, like, can't get off because of Trump's presidency, like, she just can't relax enough to get off because, like, ever since Trump was elected. And she has to go to, like, this psychic to help her, like, visualize, like, a Hillary presidency and visualize, like, Obama. And this just reminds me of that because she, like, at the end, obviously she, you know, gets off because she can picture all of her uh female um icons her her female role models but it just reminds me of that that like that i haven't sucks. come since 2016 that sucks and reminds me of a couple weeks ago how uh um tim was... hasn't come since 2016 damn yeah quarantine has been hard i haven't had sex in like 56 days <laughs> Even... um um <laughs> But uh, it reminds me of uh, I saw a clip a couple weeks ago about um, um, it was a clip from Broad City, and then the the caption was something along the lines of, "When you think it's about to be a good stoner comedy, and then you just realize the two uh the two main characters are just you know, re- like regular fucking Democrats, and it's the scene where they fucking meet Hillary Clinton, and it's legit a minute of like flashy zooms oh, of Hillary Clinton, and you're like, oh my god." This I was sucks. a little disappointed by that. This not sucks. Damn, imagine if she went to Wisconsin instead of New York to, to film a Broad City episode. <sighs> Fucking hell. Oh, man. Well, and then it brought up a good point where it's like, oh, but if this logic applies, doesn't it, didn't it also suck when Parks and Rec um, like featured Joe Biden in an episode? And like the, the, the kind of comparison. Oh, yeah. I mean, I don't think so. Because Leslie Nope is like a diehard moderate centrist Democrat, which is a very weird thing to have to say in 2020. And then, sure. and uh, she was like freaking out over Joe Biden, and Joe Biden was like put off by it, like he wasn't like vibing with it, which we all know. Like, yeah, he, he wasn't sniffing her hair yeah, like he absolutely would have done in real life. Yeah, that's how you know oh, yeah. he was acting. Um, and then, uh, but like the people around Leslie were like, Leslie, this is weird. Stop it. Well, I think I think the problem here is that. Um, as like satirical as the show can be, and I, I actually very much like Parks and Rec. Out of all those, I think Parks and Rec is one of the best ones. But um, the the politics of it were incredibly in earnest. Honestly, I I, 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 think, I think it would have hit harder if it was. And you, you know, you'll never have this, but like if if that was like more of a satirical, like oh yeah, we believe we're doing the right thing, but the outsider like knowledge we're just fucking up and tripping over our own dicks yeah. constantly well I, I i honestly i don't know i haven't seen enough of parks and rec to speak earnest about the uh uh the, the politics of the show but i think it, i mean i i thought it was a little bit more in line 
from from what I've seen of Parks and Rec and where the clip lies, I think it's a little bit more online, like in like on brand with the themes of the show, where you know Joe Biden was a you know like a, a lang the you know exiting vice president when they filmed it. Um, he wasn't running for anything. He was just he was literally just vice president. And the show is about local government and politics. So sure. I was like, all right, it, it, it's a little bit more on brand rather than it was 2016. Broad City was one of the most popular shows on uh, on cable. And Alana and fucking Abby were very, very big Hillary supporters and using that as a means of promotion, like promoting the campaign. Still less cringe than Lena Dunham. Oh my god! But I know I know people who watched the show and said it was very funny. And then like around that same time when that happened, and after after on until the show ended, like it kind of lost something. Yeah, along the I, way once, once it got always, into that. I have always loved uh, Broad City. It's like my favorite TV show, just like of all time, um, because I think it's just a realistic depiction of women, mm, which I sure. don't honestly find very often in shows. Um, I like there are certain things in media, especially media produced and written by people who live like more towards the New York City area um, that just makes it very like stark. Like it's quite obvious to me who like where where the script is coming from. Yeah. Um, and I, I differ greatly from like Hillary supporters and, you know, um, mm-hmm. that kind of realm of politics um although although um you were talking about parks and rec um joe biden used to have a completely different reputation like i used to yeah. love him yeah he, he used to speak in full sentences yeah he used He's to Uncle Joe. ice cream yeah yeah he's cute like the whole like yeah. friendship bracelet meme yeah. that was adorable you know he, he used to have a much better reputation he ran down the halls of the white house like outside the rose garden uh you know, on the day that uh, gay marriage was legalized with the pride flag, like that was pretty kick ass. But now it's just running for president is just a very short fire away in these days to fucking kill your reputation. You had to ruin your own life. Yeah, except if or not. Uh, ex- yeah, except if you're Joe Biden, I guess. Yeah. Which so, like it, it'd be I punk rock. A- it'd be pretty punk rock if he was just like, you know what, I'm gonna adopt Bernie's platform and. Won't. Set everything straight because there's uh, no, yeah. way. no, there's no way, no way. But that'd be sick. He just hired like Larry Summers as his economic advisor. That yeah. will not happen. I I think Bernie is very disliked in Washington, like yeah. extremely disliked by Democrats, just because of how different he is from other Democrats. And mm-hmm. there is no way that any other candidate would ever adopt his platform. Um, and that's why no other candidates. Um, endorsed him because they're yeah. all so afraid of how different he is. Yeah, right. because he hurts their fucking he hurts their bottom dollar. He he, right. you know, they're wealthy. They're wealthy fucking people. He wants to tax the rich, and yeah. a lot of Democratic donors uh, are rich. He challenges the notion, maybe not him so much as the movement, but certainly him as part of it challenges the notion that they're the good guys and are doing the right thing. Yeah. I okay. guess, but before we move on to that, that larger point, and I do have a point about that, uh, this guy, asshole, non-asshole? Go to therapy. Go to sex mm. therapy. I think it's kind of messed up that she took the baby. Like, oh, I, no, I oh, no, no. The, the, 
about this is the libertarian yeah no yeah go to therapy oh uh absolutely not he's not the asshole i don't think that if a fantasy doesn't get you off that you have to do it for your partner i think some people just there are certain things you just can't do whether that be because of your political views or because of just some like trauma or whatever like you don't have to feel bad for not wanting to do that yeah not the asshole very it's a very straightforward uh, answer there yeah i wasn't expecting yeah i like that yeah thanks jada not not the asshole but not for the reasons that i like yeah hit the button Hit the button. Let's go. Boom. Not the asshole. But you are still a libertarian, so you're the asshole. There we go. Um, before we get into our final segment, this isn't our final segment. This... this is our second segment, Kyle. No, before we get into our final. Oh, that's right. Duh. Whoops. We still need to do fail stunts. Uh, I got in a big fight online today. Oh, goody! I love it when Kyle brings Ooh. his fight stories. Yeah. Maybe I should have saved this for fail son of the day, but well, we're moseying uh, on into that. So if uh, if if you want to double this as your fail son, the rules are flexible. Sure. Uh, all right. So, um, this guy I know is uh, a Biden surrogate. He was originally an Elizabeth Warren surrogate. He's like a uh, what's his title? He's a political organizer, and I think he's a county... He's the deputy elections commissioner of my county's board of elections. Ew. He's around my age, and we've talked about him before. He was a Warren guy, and then Warren dropped out, and he endorsed Biden. And now that Biden is the presumptive nominee, uh, you do now have to kind of uh, reckon with the uh, allegations against him by Tara Reid that he uh, assaulted her. So he posted this today a tweet that says uh, a reminder that everything at Joe Biden will be accused of by his political opponents over the next seven months will be things that no one else has credibly accused him of over the last 70 years. And someone replied to that, not to mention that Biden was eight for eight years was VP. And where was Tara Reid under a rock? Where is this drama coming from? And he posted that screenshot and put big facts, hashtag Joe Biden for president, hashtag Biden 46, hashtag riding with Biden. And uh, really rubbed me the wrong way. Very much rubbed me the wrong way. Uh, For reasons that listeners of this show have probably heard on the last episode and episodes before. Uh, He, you know, he's never been accused of uh, assaulting someone, but he has, like, made women very uncomfortable. He's, he's sniffed people's hair. He's kissed them on the head and stuff. Just very, very uncomfortable things. And you see videos of it and it's just like, oof. So like, and also uh, Tara Reid um, told people about it, family, friends who corroborated this with, uh, with news people. Uh, there was that thing where her mom called Larry King around the time that it happened and it wasn't like confirmed specifically that it was her, but like Tara said it was her and all this stuff. And like, there are still people who are like, she's a bitch. She's lying. She's just trying, she, she loves Putin. Like, and it's, it's just, it seems like something that, um, the hand waving away of this credible allegation just because Trump is really bad and we want our guy to win. 
I yeah. think that there's a lot that comes into play there, like sexism, especially like when when a woman comes forward with these things, there's an idea of well, she's just using this as a political playing chip, you know. Um, and I think you're absolutely right to call someone out for first of all discrediting a victim and also right kind of <clears throat> defending the fact that like we care about more than just um political gain here when right. talking about abuse and like sexual predatory behavior mm-hmm and we're not waving it away because Trump's worse or Biden is the only guy to beat him now because he's the nominee, which, by the way, you still have time. You can technically throw someone else in there. I think uh, the thing that we were all worrying about a few months ago when Bernie is the lead is now something that seems more palatable, I guess. Yeah, I think Bernie should fucking re-jumpstart his campaign. Just to, yeah, he's, just to... His campaign is calling for um, New York to lose its delegates. Because they're not having a primary. Oh, that's a very fucking valid point. Well, Andrew Yang I, is suing the, the New York State Board of Elections. What was that? New, Andrew Yang is suing the Board of Elections over the cancellation. Oh of shit! Primary. Really? Yep. So good guy Andrew oh. bump, coming in, coming in facts. Damn. Yeah, um, I posted some. I, I replied to this thing about it being bullshit, and uh, I mentioned that Tara Reid's claim has had more car, uh, corroboration than Christine Blasey Ford's. And, like, everyone's like, that's BS, that's not true, all that stuff. Like, it kind of is. And I believe Christine Blasey Ford, too. And I, I I remember it happening in real time. And I, like, I skipped class to listen to the NPR live uh, coverage of it. Not yeah. because I wanted to, but just because I was depressed and didn't want to get out of bed. And the yeah, radio I watched it on. in class. But, like, I... I was so mad listening to that because it was so very clearly something that had happened and the people who were trying to shove Kavanaugh through either knew it and didn't care or just like saw her as a liar and smeared her and all this stuff and she got death threats and all this and now I'm seeing it happen again. Yeah, I, um... From the side of the supposed good guys, you know? Yeah, it, it it's very fun, and by fun I mean absolutely fucking depressing to see how quick the Democratic establishment just dropped the Me Too movement, even going mm-hmm. so far as to like remove it from bios like Alyssa Milano. Fucking, I hate her so or, much. And Kyle, I remember I saw, I saw you got heated on Twitter uh, because the uh, the the woman who made up the term for the Me Too movement. Oh yeah, yeah, Tarana Burke. Is you know hesitant to believe Tara Reid? Yeah, she said on uh, is this whole whole thing. I'm not going to read it all, but the one I saw in question was on the other hand, the defense of Joe Biden shouldn't rest on whether or not he's quote a good guy or our only hope. Instead, he can demonstrate what it looks like to be both accountable and electable. If you are accountable, especially for something like this, then you shouldn't be electable. Yeah, the two aren't. You know what I mean? The two aren't don't mingle well. Right. So, um, it's my very easy today is anyone or fail son of the day is anyone who, uh, is defending Joe Biden. That rocks. That rocks. What about, uh, what about you, Jada? Who's your fail son of the day? Um, my fail son of the day would be, uh, the entire Midwest. Mm, um, good one. For opening their doors despite warnings from experts about the second wave of COVID, 
I've got a map here. Nebraska, Kansas, Missouri, Indiana, uh, West Virginia. They're all um, lifting or reopening like fully very, very soon. I think I, this is an older article, like a couple days ago. Um, I believe they opened May 1st. Um, I don't know if you guys have seen the, the photo of the um, salon tech, the, the nail tech that mm-hmm. is completely covered in like a trash bag and like, like, Oh gloves. yeah. Giving uh, that woman like manicure. manicure. Yeah. Yeah. And Awful. Someone captioned it. This is the most American picture ever because the, the lady's not wearing any mask. Who's getting her nails done. She's just sitting there with her hand out, just, you know, being white and just being like, so entitled to this when the, the workers obviously, taking the precautions that she needs to. Um, So I think the entire Midwest for completely disregarding the health, um, health codes set by the CDC. Yeah. Not great. I I saw this thing, uh, a friend of mine on Facebook posted this opinion piece from the Washington times, which is, uh, a, a right-wing kind of website. And it's an, an opinion piece by this woman who has no um, no medical experience. She's just a podcaster. And it says, coronavirus hype, biggest political hoax in history. And I was, oh and this person shared it goes, hmm, interesting article. And I put uh, a link to a CNBC report from yesterday that says the U.S. just reported its deadliest day for coronavirus patients as states reopen, according to the World Health Organization. And I said, this is also an interesting article if you want to, if you want to look at this. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, this is from, this is from yesterday. And uh, this data was collected at 4 a.m. on Friday. And it said uh, this U.S. saw 2,909 people die of COVID-19 in 24 hours, which is the most, the highest daily death toll in the U.S. yet. Yeah. And now that they're reopening states again. It's going to fucking, it's it's not even going to be the a second wave in the Midwest. This is going to be their, their first big apex. They're still in the apex, and it's growing every day. Mm-hmm. Just fucking stay inside. I'm going to look like a shaggy-ass mess after all this, but it's cool. But at least my fucking parents will be alive. Yeah. But, yeah, that's a good one. I just don't understand the... I guess I do kind of understand, because if you've never truly been oppressed, then you don't really understand what oppression is. Um, But, like, wanting a haircut that bad that you'll disregard all scientists, like, all, all of our like trusted elected officials like i just i don't really get that part well i mean it's sure. it's pretty on brand because these are the same people who deny the existence of climate change who say that you know racism doesn't exist anymore in modern america it's the same fucking people it's the same people who who uh propagate a blue lives matter stance but you know spit on police officers when they're not allowed to go get a haircut it's, it's all, it's all, it's, it's all, it's all pushed up by these very fucking, these sad excuses of, uh, moral high ground. Right. And, and, mm-hmm. and intellectual fucking superiority 
to the left. The Constitution says I can go get a haircut. Yeah. Well, that actually moves right on into my fucking fail son of the day. So I wanted to see... I, I guess I woke up this mor- morning wanting to have brain damage. So I checked sure, in on one, one of my favorite accounts on Twitter, at Cloyd Rivers. Oh, hell yes. Do you guys know this account? Yeah. Yee, bitch. Yee, yee, yee. This gets a yee-haw from me, motherfucker. Cloyd Rivers with the fucking, uh, with the bio, male model, lost every fight I've ever been in, born to lose, America. And our good friend Cloyd Rivers made six posts yes, the, uh, the other day on, uh, I think it was yesterday, about the death of Osama bin Laden. That rocks. Because it was rocks. like the anniversary of that, it right? It was. Yeah. May 2nd, 2011. It was nine years. And, uh... Uh, he, he tweeted out, Osama bin Laden died nine years ago today from an overdose of lead at Navy SEALs, America. Cool. Nine years ago, this man was violently shot in the face by U.S. Navy SEALs, and it makes me feel really happy. But the reason I'm choosing Cloyd Rivers as my fail son of the day is for his stance on the coronavirus pandemic. Oh, no. This absolute fucking moron, this dunce, tweeted out, Breaking news! A piece of paper has been discovered that states all restrictions, lockdowns, and shelter-in-place orders have been lifted. It's called the Constitution. America. That rocks. And then, this motherfucker tweeted out, This fucking dumbass meme of, uh, where is it? Um... Why, shit, it's of the uh, superheroes in the hospital uh, uh, bowing down to the nurses. I'm putting it up for the camera for all to see. Oh, man. Claiming that healthcare workers are superheroes, but you can't fucking uh, claim that healthcare workers are superheroes while actively pushing for people to congregate outside and further spread the cause of the coronavirus. 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 And then, Coronavirus. not only is he a jackass about that shit, but he retweeted a uh, fucking uh, Twitter account for, uh, from a tweet from at Deanna for Congress that says, hashtag for the Trump is not a doctor crowd. Bill Nye is not a scientist. Greta Thunberg is not a climate expert. Hillary Clinton is not a president. AOC is not an economist. CNN is not a news network. Joe Biden is not winning in 2020, and Jeffrey Epstein didn't kill himself. I hate when people clout chase Jeffrey Epstein's death. Yeah, fucking rules. And then I he, mean, that's just that's just a dumbass poster. He tweeted out, uh, "Quote: uh, This is from a uh, this is one of those like pictures of tweets uh, <sighs> that that every every uh, every tweet ends with America. This one just has America with the uh, with the picture underneath from." A Twitter account. If we ever forget that we are one nation under God, then we will be a nation gone under. Ronald Reagan. And then it says, During this crazy time in America, let us all put aside our personal and selfish agendas and reflect on what's really important. Damn. If only they would stay true to their word. Mm. And I realize I've been doing that fucking dog shit southern drawl for like five minutes and I want to fucking give myself a lobotomy. Give me yeah, the you ice. Didn't pick. Have to do that. Yeah, but I wanted to. Give me the ice pick, fellas. I'm, right. I'm, I'm fucking going in through the nose. Well, I don't know. That guy's just a dumbass poster. He's a poster. Don't mind. No, he is a post. He's a dog shit shit poster. But 
people agree with him, and that's the fucking bad part. He's actively yeah. doing harm. So like, let me go sure. into well, let me go into one of these memes with the fucking um, constitution bullshit, uh, and and l- let me look at the replies. I I didn't do this earlier, but um, I'm going to now because I want brain damage. Um, while you search, I have another late entry. Uh, okay. All the liberals who are rehabilitating George Bush because he posted a video today. Rehabilitating him? Yeah, he's like, we need to stand together. And everyone's like, remember when he was president? Remember like when we had thing. a president? <laughs> <laughs> remember we had a cowboy president? But like, everyone's like, this is leadership. And it's like, this guy killed a bunch of people, and you guys forget that. Yeah. Because he's he could speak in sentences, and he's not orange. He could kind of speak in sentences. Kind of. Um, yeah, people are just, like, so. there are some people. There's actually an overwhelming, uh, there's also, a, there's actually a pretty good, uh, um, uh, amount of people who are like, nah, you f- you're fucking stupid. But there are amount of people who say like, yeah, uh, wake up, sheeple. Yeah, that that goes on the pain all mind list for me. That you're right, pain all mind to that dumb simp. So who do we think? Who do we think, folks? Hmm. So we got Cloyd Rivers. We got the Midwest. We got, um, well, I mean, let's extend that to California because there's some motherfuckers in Huntington Beach who are absolutely dumb as dog shit. True. That's fair. So we'll, maybe we'll say any state that's reopening due to protesters as well as protesters. Yeah. And then we had Kyle's, which was... Which was the people defending Joe Biden and uh, the people rehabilitating George W. Bush. My vote goes to the people not or to the people protesting because they're actively going to get ke- people killed. Fair. What do you guys think? Kyle? All right. Yeah. So congratulations to all the Karens out there. You've done it. You've done it. You've really done it. You've done it. Outdone yourselves. And now we're going to trip Dick first into our last segment, gang. We're going to go into uh, the segment where we throw our hands to the sky and say, fuck it, where's the joy? Jada, where's the joy been for you recently? Uh, the joy has been uh, FaceTiming my friends. Hell yeah. uh, we have little virtual happy hours, and I think uh, more people should do them because yeah. it is very fun to get tipsy and joke with friends and watch stupid Netflix party things. Hell so yeah. that's, it is very that's fun. where my joy has come from. Hell yeah. Kyle, what about you? Um, well, today is the first nice day we've had in or a long time. Hell yeah. Yesterday was really nice too. I went and did some yard work yesterday with my mom. Hell yeah. She's slowly starting to get better because her back's been hurting for like the last two weeks. Um, yeah, it's just enjoying the sun, going out and being productive and all that stuff. Hell yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I think I had something else, but oh well. Oh well. What about you, Tim? Uh, my joy comes from two things. Uh, one, I beat The Last of Us last night, and it made very good. And it was such a good fucking video game, and I loved it dearly. Uh, my second joy comes from this tweet from Vincent D'Onofrio, made on uh, uh, March twentieth, uh, twenty 
2019. Pigs can't look up, but I could pick a pig up one night and raise it into the sky and tilt this pig ever so gentle. I can make sure this pig's eyes line up with the stars. Imagine seeing the stars for the first time. I want to be treated that kindly and see the stars for the first time. Something about that tweet just filled me with a lot of fucking joy. Did you just find that? Um, I've saw it a, I saw it a little bit ago, but it's resurfing its way around the TL. And uh, sure. ah, I love it. Made, made, made me happy. Vincent D'Onofrio is cool. Vincent D'Onofrio is an absolute fucking king. He either, on Twitter, he is one of the most confounding Twitter accounts I've ever seen because he either talks normally or he has a very weird style of, of typing mm-hmm. where it's like very disjointed and it, it's words that sound phonetically right or he uses like numbers or letters instead of actual words. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like text talk, I guess. And it's it's hard to sometimes read them, but it's it's usually very wholesome. Yeah, it's wholesome, but but you have to sift through the leet speak. Yeah, I, there was a there was one I found that made me follow him. It was a picture of him. I gotta find it. It was a picture of him in a, a sombrero. Oh, that that fills me with a lot of joy. And uh, he was so good in Daredevil. He was so good in Men in Black. So true. Yeah. I want one. Oh, yeah, here it is. It's sure. this picture of him uh, wearing a very tiny sombrero on his head. Wait, put and it up it again? it says, for all you trolls, don't agree with my politics, think I'm a celeb and don't have the right to speak, look at this picture. Do you really want to get into it with me? <laughs> Hold it up a little bit, like a little higher. That fucking Why? rules. That rules, dude. He rocks. He's so funny. Absolute king, Vincent D'Onofrio. But, uh, yeah, that's about it. Yeah, that's about it, gang. Oh, yeah, I'm going to call it here. Uh, thank you uh, for listening to the Fail Sun Tragedy Hour podcast. You can find us wherever you listen to most podcasts, such as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or Google Podcasts. Jada, thank you once again for coming on. It was so nice Thanks, having Jada. you. Thank you so much for having me. This hey, is fun. Is there anything you'd like to plug? Um, well, I have my new album out. It's called Toxic, and it's out on Bandcamp.com uh, okay. under the name Jade Ira, J-A-D-E-A-I-R-A-H. So uh, yeah. check it out if you want. It's available to download and purchase if y'all are feeling frisky. Yeah. So and that's, that's what I have to plug. Um, well, very nice. Um, we'll and we'll then, put a link to that in, in, the, in the bio, and we'll probably post a link to it on our Twitter page, too. Thank Where you. can we find you on Twitter? Um, I have uh, two Twitters, one for my painting business, but I'll give you my, my regular one. Uh, it's right. at JadaJMS71. Um, and I just post memes and weird thoughts and sometimes TikToks. So check mm, me out. Incredible. And also, for and also pro tip for the, uh, for the listeners at home. Bandcamp it's wa- is waiving its fees on the first Fridays of June and July. So if you decide Ooh. to uh, um, uh, purchase the album, maybe go ahead and uh, do it on the first Friday of either June or July so that Jada can see that cash money, baby. Cash money. Jada will get all of the money. Because so, hell you, so you can... F- Find Jada at JadaJMS71 on Twitter. You can find me at Kyle M. Sherry. And you can find Tim at Timmy Brenner. 
You can find the uh, the Fail Sun Tragedy Hour on Twitter at Fail Sun Pod. So until next time, we'll see you soon. Don't spill your beans, Winslow.